It's the Muppets Minute Show with host Nick and Annie. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about the great Muppet caper, Minute 5. Minute 5 starts with Fozzie yelling, hold it! And ends with Charles Grodin slapping a doorman. Because why not? But it's probably not really Charles Grodin. We can talk about that later. Oh, you, yeah? Interesting. Yeah, because I, I don't know, the, the, the wide shot, it's clearly not him in the first part of it. And so why would it be him in the, in, in the other wide shot? Oh. I'm just saying it's just him in the close-up. And then the other ones are just some other dude. You're right. That's clearly not him, huh? Yeah. 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 So it's probably some some double doing the, the robbery. But it's supposed to be Charles Grodin. So there we go. Oh, my goodness. That's a good catch. You didn't catch that? No. I, Why, if, at- I wouldn't sound so amazed if I did catch <laughs> it. I was going to say, because it didn't seem like him in... It, like that's why I didn't think it was him, and then I like went back a few times and was like, okay, well, it's obviously the blind guy we just saw, or the guy pretending to be blind, and but I didn't notice at the beginning, like before we see the close up, that's not that's definitely not his face. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. He couldn't be there on that day of filming. I guess not. Well, and they didn't really need him. I guess they. Had, I mean, I think that the cut was a good idea. It was a good decision uh so here we get we get this kind of a stop in the action we have a little bit more of hey a movie and uh which actually continues next week the the the, we're not even done with this song yet uh kermit explains the kind of the premise of what uh, we're gonna get and uh we get a wardrobe change so it's a neat little like because we're already like kind of confusing you we're like we're muppets we're starting a movie we're gonna star in a movie I guess we'll tell you what we are in the movie, you know, who yeah. we're playing in the movie. I mean, the fourth wall has clearly already been broken. Yeah. So why why not just keep it going? So it helps get into into the movie itself instead of just, you know, they could have just stopped the musical number and they got in, but instead they explained it to the audience. So they're right. going to be a crack investigative reporters for a Daily Chronicle, uh, Fonzo and uh, Fonzo. Fonzo. <laughs> you didn't say Fonzie, at least. <laughs> we we've all, we almost made it through the week. Look, you know, you kicked that habit pretty early last uh, I did. last time I did. around for me. I so did. thank you. Uh, Fonzo is new. Fon- <laughs> so Fonzie and Kermit and You just did it. <laughs> Let's try this. Kermit Kermit and Fozzie are going to be in- investigative reporters with Gonzo being the photographer. There we go. Nice. Can we just start this minute over again? No. (laughs) Uh, So there you go. So they explain their premise and uh, then we we go on with some more of the song. And and so like in this part, like Charles Grodin, you know, kind of comes on and he he is there for that little part. So now it makes me like, like, why'd they even bother with that? It's kind of weird. Because you like, again, they're like letting you know what to expect. They're like, oh, yeah. look who's in the who's in the movie. I'm in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, I get I get why he's in the song, mm. but I, I also get why he doesn't need to be in the whole bit. He doesn't need to be there. You know, especially if that's the only line they're going to have, and they're probably going to have a stunt double do his thing anyway, right? I guess I don't know. It's a little weird that yeah. And then they're already telling us like this is the bad guy. 
Well, I don't necessarily know if you know... Well, you do know he's the bad guy because he goes and starts robbing someone. You have the heroes yeah. and the villains and it's yeah. literally what they're what they're saying here. Yeah, they're not going for like a twist ending here, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't... Uh, and to, to, to your other point of why why did they bother having him, you didn't even notice until I pointed it out. Yeah. So why does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't even matter. I totally didn't. I'm really mad at myself for not noticing that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's my job to notice stuff like that. But that's why we have two people on this podcast. Well, you know, maybe you, I'll, you do the research I don't do, and then I'll notice the things that you don't notice. <laughs> this cab, like, it nearly kills them, and I'm wondering how it doesn't kill the camera person. <laughs> like, they must have really had a lot of trust in the person driving that cab. There is well, a like, lot of co- weird choreographed stuff here, yes, that happened yeah. that just... Because like, that cab's moving pretty good. Fast, yeah. I was just like, man. And it looks like they're all hustling to get out of its way. <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't know. thought it was interesting. I like how blatantly, though, he's being like, he's, he's like, I'm a bad guy. I'm I'm wearing a mask in all black, and I don't care that it's daylight. It, like, the point of wearing all black, right, isn't it to, like, kind of blend into the shadows? And he's doing, instead he's just robbing this place in pure daylight. <laughs> Yeah, in the middle of a music number, no less. <laughs> <laughs> so don't you know there's a music number going on? Yeah, like everybody's going to notice you. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty funny. Love I it. mean, I guess they're they're trying to be silly, but yeah. let's go back because we missed some stuff. Um, when when our heroes have their little costume change, I wanted to point out Kermit's like wearing the exact same outfit that he wears on Sesame Street when yeah. he's a news reporter, which I again, I'm sure that was intentional, but I just think it's a really kind of cute callback to that. Yep. Yeah. Very cute. Yep. Uh, um, I like all their outfits. I think they look great. Yeah. I love the little press thing in Fozzie's hat. Mm. I'm glad they didn't give Fozzie a coat because I feel like it would have been too much. Gonzo gets the old school camera, which I love. And it's cool having him be your photographer because right away he gets distracted by a chicken. Yeah. And they're looking for the hot story. See, and, and this is what I love. Like Gonzo's like, oh, you know, we're looking for a hot scoop. I'll take a picture of this chicken. And Kermit and Fozzie like agree with him that it's a good idea. Yeah. Like, Kermit's like again, mm. it's like they're always like, okay, well, let's let you have your little your little time. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I mean. Like Kermit's so just like you know he's not gonna laugh at Gonzo for this. He's gonna be like, oh, okay, but you know, eh, take a picture of your chicken. You know, but he's probably thinking like, you know, maybe we'll go find something else. But if not, at yeah. least we have this chicken. At least we got some material. Yeah, some material. And Fozzie's yeah. like, yeah, this is great. This is so yeah. interesting. Good job, Gonzo. You know, I always like when somebody's really passionate or exciting about something, excited about something, and that and that the people around them are just so supportive. Mm-hmm. It's just just very nice to see. And Gonzo's so passionate about chickens, yeah. and they support him in that passion. No, unless he very right, nice. unless he took it too far and wanted to do like you know every story about chickens, then they'd have to have a talk right. with him. Right, right. Then they'd have to have a little sit down. But you know, they're like, we're just we're just getting going here. We just got our outfits. We're walking around. Take a picture of the chicken. It's awesome. And completely oblivious to the actual news story going on behind them. Right. Well, real quick, you you missed the, the, the truck full of Muppets. Um, there was a, a truck that was by full of Muppets. Full and of you Muppets. looked up all of their names, right? Well, uh, yes. Uh, th- you know, thank, thankfully, uh, sites like the, uh, the, the wonderfully done Muppet Wikipedia uh, uh, yeah. help us out here because it narrowed down my search. That um, big pink one looks familiar to me. 
Yes. So they have, let's see, in that in that truck are the uh, the frackles, which right. I believe you helped me with last time. I totally... They, the blue frackle was the only one in that entire theater of Muppets that you couldn't figure out. And I was, it was like the only one that I could. Yes. It was like, it was like kismet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the lower right hand corner, that looks like droop. Mm-hmm. Uh, droop. Um, I usually appeared as a very depressed character in some episodes yeah. of the Muppet show. I mean, he's locked in a cage, so it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Uh, Jerry Nelson is his primary performer, uh, and he was performed by Jim Henson once. But uh, yeah, that looks like him there. Uh, then you have, uh, let's see, the big one on the left, kind of left back there, looks like Timmy Monster. Uh, Timmy Monster appeared on The Muppet Show. He's a full-bodied uh, blue-green monster. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he uh, see, he was performed by Steve Whitmer and Dave Goles, and uh, yeah, he was in the the Muppet Show a little bit. Doesn't look like he's done uh, too much besides a little bit of Muppet Show, couple couple musical numbers there. And uh, then we also have uh, I think uh, this one's one I'm not a million percent sure at because the color variation looks a little different. This one looks like uh, one of the mutations. But they're usually they're they're in trios usually, and they're they're like in the beginning of the of the Muppet Show, um, next to the big blue guy. They're kind of dancing around. I don't. I'm not a million percent sold on the fact that that's one of them, but it mm. looks like him, and they're credited as being in this movie. Okay. So to me, that looks like one of them. Usually, but like I said, usually they're in trios. But maybe there's two more behind them. I don't know. You never know. It's pretty crowded in there. So there you go. Those are your Muppets in a cage. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why there's a cage full of Muppets? Uh, we well, they all, look like, they all look like they could possibly be dangerous Muppets. Maybe they're all just a little crazy and they've been contained. Oh, there's Luncheon Monster. Who? Remember Luncheon Counter Monster? I see him in there, oh, too. Oh, Yeah. He's in the lower leftish area, yeah. and you can see him for a little bit before he gets obscured. Uh, you get just barely. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. All right, so you go. Lots of Muppets in there. Uh, then Williams gets his hand stepped on by Charles Grodin, or somebody playing Charles Grodin playing a bank robber. Certainly not Charles Grodin. All right, Certainly. fine. <laughs> Whatever. But either way, poor Sweetums. He's always getting uh, injured. We'll have to look up Charles Grodin's body double. Yeah, he you know he deserves some credit, especially give, at this point. Give him the credit he deserves. What about those socks, though? Oh, I didn't even notice the socks. What, is that in the the Sweetums close up? Yeah, when he steps on Sweetums' hands, he's wearing like some kind of floral socks. Oh wow, you're right. Oh my goodness, what choice was that to have made? <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> well, he can't see, so. You're right. That's true. He's blind. What <laughs> what thought must have gone into that? Like, well, he's, he's a blind guy. I haven't put on the flower socks. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It really, I, it, I didn't notice that. Yeah, at all. it really sells the fact that you're blind. Oh my god! You're talk, wearing, talk about judging a book by its cover. Really hideous socks. I'm sorry, but they're hideous socks. That's, yeah, they're pretty bad. I don't think that's a. Uh, Debatable statement. <laughs> I think that is quite empirical. 
yeah. All right. Well, we uh, we now I think we're starting the movie within a movie. Now that our characters yeah. are you know addressed as who they are and they're in their right outfits, and we have a plot ish thing developing where they're covering a non story in place of a story going on behind them. Right, and he does just slap that doormat, doesn't he? Oh yeah, it was a full on slap. <laughs> My, I don't condone violence, but it's pretty funny. Oh, well, he, <laughs> Sorry, I, he, I'm just watching it over and over again. Well, so much. Yeah, he kind of does. He push the guy over the or the girl over the, the well, railing or down pu- steps or is that a pushes, guy? That's a guy. He pushes a guy. Yeah. He, well, first of all, the the Girl Scout just says bye and skips away, which you know, and then he pushes someone over, then he pushes another guy. And then, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe the Girl Scout was complicit. Yeah, he slaps the doorman so hard he falls over the railing. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty big slap. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Mm. And then, you know, we're just about to get introduced to uh, to our next character. But yep. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So, gonna... we'll leave that to next week. How's that sound? That sounds great. All right. We're a week in to the great Muppet Caper. It's great to be back. Feels good. It does. Settling in. We have a lot more left. Only about 94 more episodes left. (laughs) Uh, So uh, thank you. Uh, Of course, as always, join us on Facebook and Twitter, Muppets Minute and MuppetsMinute.com. Some different things there. Different ways to contact us, other content. If you you missed the Muppet movie uh, podcast, what are you doing listening to this? Go back and listen to that one minute by minute first. It's great to be back and great to see you guys. And we'll see you guys next week for minute six of The Muppets Minute.